I got a confession to make, Flight Crew. I've basically been a lifelong Android user. I know, I know, I didn't come off as it. I know this is something very shocking to you. I, if you had to sit down, I'm sorry I didn't let you know. If some of you passed out, I'm sorry that I did that to you. But I just couldn't help to get my hands on Android. You see, I watched the YouTube videos. I saw the spectacular camera, the slow-mo videos they had, the massively huge screens, the app store, the customized apps that you could just have access to, the widgets you could put on your home screen, every feature cram-packed in it. You see, when I first got a phone, it was the iPhone 3G. But quickly as I saw the Samsung, especially that Note series, oh. I mean, there wasn't some anything the stylus couldn't do. I could double tap with drop icons right on charts. It was amazing. But I had to admit to myself, I did not see how people bought iPhones. You see, as a lifelong Android user, I saw people buying iPhones, and I'm like, if you if you just, for the love of God, watched one YouTube review and saw the Note series compared to the iPhone series, I mean, iPhone's basically an underdone chicken, basically. I mean, it's like the steak with the blood still in there. And what kind of savage eats that? It's like the half the phone with half the features. And as the years went by and the years went by, I was sure to myself that the Note would just surpass the iPhone in popularity, but it never really did. And I find that super interesting because it's a cheaper phone with more value and more features. Like, why didn't people want the Note better? And to make insult even more to injury, even more to a wounded ego, I would spend my thousand five hundred Canadian dollars on this new phone. I'd pull up out of my pocket and people would ask hey what phone was that can you hear the disrespect i dropped one thousand five hundred dollars i didn't even have and they had the audacity to ask me what phone that was you see as an investor looking at the numbers i knew apple was you know a great company i knew they had a lot of cash but as the smartphone market was dwindling, as people, more people weren't buying new phones, you know, you're already selling some basically all the customers that you could have. I'm like, why is the Apple as a company just going up in value so much? So I had to make the decision. For you guys, for the Uneducated Investor podcast. And last year, I bought an iPhone. And as an investor, this has somewhat always been my investing philosophy. I really like to own companies and have big portions in companies that I understand. Facebook owns communication. I get that. Google owns search. You want to search YouTube videos. You want to search uh, websites. Google owns that. Very easy to understand. If you want to buy anything on the internet, Amazon is your boy. But I understand all that. But the fact that iPhones were selling at such a premium and year after year their sales weren't growing as fast as they did and the company was still valued at that much i had to figure it out 
And when I got that iPhone 11 Pro Max, boy, did I understand what the hype was all about. Hi, this is Fly Stewie, and this is the Uneducated Investor Podcast, the number one podcast for new investors everywhere. If you want to grow as an investor with me and let me share you how I grew my portfolio, how I've done it for the first bit of years, even when I started with little capital, uh, just give this a like or a follow in your podcasting app. And I'm always give a five star review because, of course, Flake Crew, that's how we grow. The most amazing thing. I would say about Apple is this. You see in life, there aren't that many status symbols anymore. It used to be a car. You wanna flex, you wanna let people know you got money moolah, baby. What do you do? You pull out that BMW. But as more and more jobs start, you know, migrating to cities and where all the high dollar people were living in cities, a lot of these cities weren't car friendly at all. Matter of fact, with Uber, nobody even wants to own a car anymore. Of course, there's some cities like, you know, in L.A. who have traffic nightmare problems. They're still using cars. But in most cities, subways and Ubers do the trick. So car status symbols out the window. I mean, of course, you know, you can get a huge, massive condo, but as housing prices and condo prices are soaring and as no one can see your condo, you can't really flex on your haters from your condo view, can you now? But for phones, the iPhone for under a $2,000 investment, the upper middle class, they can say something. They can say it every iPhone release that, oh, they just had to get it. And all of a sudden, you don't need that 60 grand for your Rolex watch. With two grand, you show you at your high class. That means something. You see, when I remember pulling out my phone and no one knowing what it was, I never really thought of anything of it. You know, I wasn't really buying phones for status, but when I bought the new iPhone on release day, all of a sudden, everyone noticed. That's brands. For $2,000, you can say you're somebody. That's brand. You see, a lot of people can copy Coke's ingredients. And trust me, you can get it basically right. And there's a lot of compliments browns out there that basically taste the exact same as Coke. But you ain't Coke, baby. See, that's brands. Do you get what I'm saying? A lot of times in investing, you can look at a lot of numbers And you can go look at the EPSs, how they grow. You can look at PE ratios. But do you understand the business? Do you? Do you get it? Ah, you need to use the product to understand the business. And with Apple, ain't no business like it, baby. This week, Apple's hit the $2 trillion market cap. $2 trillion, the biggest company in the world. Bigger than Amazon. Bigger than Google. Bigger than Facebook. They're big, big. Apple's huge. And why are they so big? The brand. You see, further using 
Apple iPhones. And, you know, me as a creator, there's features that I actually wanted in the iPhone. The first thing was that natively, all the apps built for the iPhone, it was so easy for developers because they didn't have to build like 16 different like Android variations for each different Android type of phone. The Apple Store was unique. A lot of times developers built apps for the App Store first. And this translates into weird things such as in your Instagram, your live videos, crystal clear. Your live, your pictures that you put on your Instagram story, crystal clear on the Androids because the Android natively can't use the camera. It actually takes screenshot of what your camera showing and then uploads it. Now, this is all fine and dandy, but if you're ever live streaming, oh my God, whatever you do, do not use an Android phone. It is nowhere near the quality of an Apple iPhone. And that's the power of natively building apps for the Apple Apple store. That's something that you can try to find. But when you use the phone and understand it, it makes a world of difference. Another big thing that's really coming out, especially with this Apple app, basically Apple beef they have with Epic Games. And if you haven't seen this, this beef that's going on right now, it is insane. This is like some West Side versus East Side, Biggie versus Tupac stuff. Of course, Epic Games, famous for creating Fortnite, recently is going to war with Apple because, as you know, Fortnite makes all of their monies for their in-game store purchases. And that Fortnite is a game in the Apple App Store as well. And, App, and Apple has this crazy policy that no matter what app you're creating, they need 30% of the money. That's monthly subscriptions. That's in-game purchases. Whatever you're trying to sell, 30%, baby. Handed up cash, credit, debit, checks. They take any money you got. And some companies have been smart trying to get around this. Netflix makes it really hard to subscribe under the App Store because they don't want to spend 30% every month. Some companies have worked out sweetheart deals like Amazon. But when it comes to in-game purchases, that's every costume you purchase on Fortnite, every dance you try to get on Fortnite, Fortnite didn't want to pay that because that wasn't a sustainable business model for them. All of a sudden, Apple got that team of lawyers ready and Fortnite has to prepare for war in a legal case. Now think about this, right? We have been using the internet for years. But really, have we? Have we been using the internet? Think about it. When you go on Google, what are you really searching for? <clears throat> Most of the time, you're searching to go on YouTube. You're searching to go on Facebook. Most of the time, you're searching something and a Reddit article comes up. You see, we're not really using the internet. We're using like 10 to 20 websites. Think about it. When we use the internet, most of the time we're not even at a computer. Over 50% of web traffic is basically on your phone nowadays. And every time you're using your phone, you gotta pay the toll, baby. That's Apple. Every app on your phone, someone's making money off of it. And every one of those app creators has to pay the gateway master. And that's Apple. 
Now, when it comes to them selling iPhones, it's not about them creating more users. It's not really about them selling more iPhones. It's about the brand loyalty. You see, what Apple's realized is that if they keep their brand intact and they keep all of their customers coming back, which they've managed to do better than anybody, the name of the game isn't selling more iPhones. It's to selling more services. Because as people get more comfortable making purchases off of their iPhones, Apple till the end of time is going to make 30% for from every single purchase an iPhone user makes. Could you imagine? Let's picture this. You're, you're, you're Google and you're doing a little online shopping. Could you imagine every single online shopping store that you buy something off of is giving 30% to Google? Think about how insane of a potential dollar making ability that is. That's what Apple's doing in their app store. And I just got to let you know, if you think two trillion dollars is ridiculous now, baby, just wait for 50 years to go by. And as always, the best, most brightest investors are the uneducated ones. That's because the uneducated investor never stops learning. Let me know if you own an iPhone or if you own some iPhone stocks. It's kind of crazy to think that like for the price of like iPhone, Apple stocks, you know, or the, the Apple iPhone, you can buy some Apple stocks and like make money from it. It's, it's, it's kind of just like an insane thing to think about. And the fact that Apple's gone up 63 percent this year, if you were to buy an iPhone, I don't know, you got the full on package for like two thousand dollars. Literally, by the end of the year, that's a thousand dollars you'd have made if you bought the Apple stocks over the Apple iPhone. Just some food for thought. Anyways, if you think Apple's a terrible company, you think all people who switch from Samsung to Apple are traitors and should be burned in internal fire, let me know on Twitter. My Twitter is at FlyStewie. That's at FlyStewie on Twitter. And we, Flight Crew, have to take off.